Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Okay, so you got some horror movies you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> to follow up on the horror show, we just <sighs> demo... Never mind. It's all sorts of problems with this damn thing. I'm telling you, it's exciting. Uh, it it's something. It's it's fly by the seat of your pants recording. Yeah, you well, never know. You never know what it's you're gonna like get. It's like the 1930s. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yep. Eventually, I'll be in another room, and there'll be two tin cans, <laughs> and there'll be one piece of rope in between it, and that's how we'll record it. It's darn newfangled technology. <sighs> okay. Okay. You've got you've got horror movies, and I'm going to yeah. step back from this one a little well, bit because I don't like horror movies that much. Okay, I'm going to do this quick. Okay, so there's three that I really like that just came out. They're all on Blu-ray. First one's called The Monster by director Brian Bertino. It's a psychological horror film, and the horrors are basically a mother daughter had dysfunctional mother daughter having some problems. And the mother needs to drop the daughter off at her father's, and they get stuck on a lonely road, forested lonely road, and there's a monster. What kind of monster is it? It's a cool monster. It's a really cool monster. It's actually played by a guy in a suit, too. It's it's uh, is old it? school. Oh, it's old school. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So no motion capture. And it's, yeah, it kind of looks like a bat, and it's big. Awesome. And it's aggressive, and it's ferocious. And it has no problem eating the um, the yeoman from Battlestar Galactica, the engineer. Remember him? <laughs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> he gets munched on pretty early on. Um, so it's so it's carnivorous. Oh yeah. Okay. It's got problems. Um, they the pair will have problems. Except the only problem is that there's only seven minutes of features, and I really wanted more about the monster. What it, so what's included? Anything noteworthy or... In the features? Yeah. No. Mm. It's really one seven-minute long featurette about... How they, it's kind of a promotional featurette, you know. Something that they would show on HBO yeah, to get you excited. but the, the monster's really cool. Cool. So, now, um, there's plenty of reasons why I'd hate Ouija Origin of Evil. Because, firstly, the first film was terrible. But guess what? It's not terrible. It's actually really cool. The guy who did Oculus, Mike Flanagan, offers a really cool retro look at the potential of Hasbro's spirit summoning game. Did you ever have a Ouija board in your house? Oh, I've played with a Ouija board. Really? Oh, sure. Really? Yeah. Did it ever creep you out? No, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Nope. I don't see you as being uh, afraid. No, because you can always you tell. Ain't, you ain't afraid of no ghosts. Well, but you could always tell somebody was moving it. Because they always had a look on their face like they were trying not to make it seem like it was being moved. Yeah. So I'm going to do a bad job of explaining this, but too bad. Um, there's a mother and there's two daughters. And what they do, first of all, they lost, uh, she lost her husband, the father. And um, they basically run a medium scam, except they're really trying to help people. So most of the time they'll have these people come in and pretend to talk to the dead, but they don't charge them anything. So that's an okay thing. Then the mother sees this Ouija board and decides that she can incorporate that in the act, okay? And then finds one of the daughters, the young daughters, playing with it, 
And guess what? She's contacted her dad. But she hasn't really contacted her dad. She's contacted evil. Evil. You got to put some background effects on that. If they had only just not played with that board. That's right. That's right. But here's what's cool about what Flanagan did. He shot the film like he was shooting. um, The film takes place in the 60s, but he shot it like it it was shot in the 70s. There's a retro universal Mm. um, symbol. I don't know if you remember going to theaters and when the projectionists need to change the reel, yeah, the there's dot. a little burn mark in the corner. Mm-hmm. There's burn marks in the corner. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a little bit of aberration or scratchiness on the film once in a while when you're watching it. Mm. Um, that's that's really neat. Yeah, that's You know what sharp. I mean? And he said it's basically a, you know, a, an homage to the, the blockbusters like Jaws and stuff, and yeah. Spielberg and the way it was shot. So super kudos for doing something like that because Which is, it's different. Well, yeah, not to mention you never saw that on home video. You know, that's it was, right. It was never that's spliced right. that way. So like when kids watching, he's going, "What's that?" Yeah, right. No, no reference point whatsoever. So well, it's funny because if he's seen Fight Club, he should know because they God. talk about that in the movie. And I that's know right. your kid's seen Fight Club. He must have seen it. Yeah, he just didn't remember. Yeah. Um, the best extra, of course, Flanagan does an optional commentary track, and that's just awesome because he talks about how much he loves horror films as a kid nice. and his love of Harry Houdini debunking mediums. Nice. I love Harry Houdini. Yep. A uh, couple of featurettes, uh, one about the house. The house they live in is ultra creepy, which really plays out well. Um, it's probably one of my favorite horror films in the last year. Because it also has World War II Nazis in it, and I won't explain how that happens or why, but it's pretty darn cool. Cool. Um, the last one, of course, is an absolute classic, Phantasm. And what they've done is J.J. Abrams and his company, Bad Robot Productions, did a 4K restoration of it. Because this is one of J.K. J, J.K. J.J.'s, you didn't correct me, J.J.'s favorite horror films so he has just like embraced it great fixed it looks fantastic and um did you ever hear the tall man yeah okay that's starring the tall man it is very hokey but there are some definite grotesque scares in the movie and i won't spoil it for anybody but it's an awesome classic and they really did a great job of cleaning it up the director um Coscarelli uh, uh, supervised it, and wow, the colors, the clarity, the sentinel, I mean, the sentinel spheres. When you have bad robot behind it, right? That's you know the zombie dwarfs that look like Jawas, which they even talk about, <laughs> um, is great. And then they, of course, overload with a really nice selection of extras. Um, there's a vintage television interview with the director and the tall man. And the tall man, um, Angus Scrim, actually answers some of the questions as the tall man, which is really bizarre. It's, a, it's an interview from 1979. That's taking method to a whole new level. Vintage. There's an optional commentary track pulled from the 1995 Laserdisc. For anybody oh, who man. remembers Laserdiscs. Who doesn't? With most of the actors. And it's worth noting that there will be an entire um, Phantasm collection. Released in a mm. few months of all, I think, six films 
of course, the first one being the best, mm-hmm. and it's going downhill from there. So did they all get restored via? I don't think so. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty awesome, though. I mean, that's great that that Abrams did that. It's neat that JJ went back and and found something like that because um, some of those films, like you know, that's that's like Halloween era, Mm -hmm. Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Poltergeist era. Those are really they set the tone for the next three decades on horror. And I think in in you know horror films in general, I think they sort of suffer from that authentic original. You know, screenwriting. I mean, it's kind of right. hard to keep reimagining. I mean, right. you know, they're redoing it, and it's like, well, but the original is just going to be really hard to beat out, even if, you know, even if the effects are better and the visuals are better. There's just something about seeing these things a little grainy, right, and a little bit more rough around the edges because that's what made them so great to begin with, right. And, and in the case of Ouija, right, it's so easy now to just do a jump scare movie. Yeah. And it's nice to see that Mr. Flanagan actually created something. Yeah. He just didn't cash in and actually took the time to build something really nice. So. Awesome. There's your horror fix. Boo. Mm. Now we'll check the levels and we'll be right back. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, some of the best films that you can catch for 2017. And you may actually hear it. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Thanks, man. Awesome, man. Stick around. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C O M M D I G I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay, we're back. Let's talk about some of the films that we're excited about for 2017, or at least okay. I am. Well, you're excited. And I pulled a list together, and I want to get your thoughts on we it. We didn't do this already? No, we have not. Okay. It's unbelievable. So let's start with Spider-Man Homecoming. What do you think? Uh, I, I got... Well, the reason I... Well, I swear we had this conversation already. Maybe we had it off mic. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm excited because Iron Man's in it. I'm excited because with uh, Civil War, Captain America: Civil War, yep. you got a pretty fun and good taste of what was going to be brought. Yeah, and he's a young kid who's yeah. excited about being a superhero, yeah. which I haven't seen since Tobey Maguire did it right. a long, long time ago. Now, there's arguably some fatigue with Spider-Man, right? but I think this might be a great way to keep it going. So I'm excited about this. Yes, and, and the, whatever clips I've seen... Downey was doing fantastic. Of he course. He was hysterical. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, his run's getting close to over, too. Right. So he's, so he's, he's going to milk it as much as he can. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? <sighs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one was great. Uh, the second one, I can't imagine it's going to be any worse than the first. Do we know who the villain is? Uh, I think it's um, the Toy Master. No, not the Toy Master. Uh, the Collector. No, no, it's the guy that is. I think eventually his father, right? I mean, no, we don't. <laughs> At least the trailers haven't shown it yet, uh, so we don't. We're just speculating. Uh, but I'm excited for that. I'm also excited because next month John Wick Chapter Two comes out, and yes, if it's as sleeper hit. If it is as good as John Wick, we are in for a treat. That one so caught me by surprise, the first one, mm-hmm. because I didn't expect anything out of that movie. It's so fun. And it was great. It's, I mean, and I watched all the extras with John Wick, and the shape 
and the and the training that Keanu Reeves goes through. Like, yeah, I didn't see that. Twelve months of training just to learn the fight sequences where he's working with martial artists. It's 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 intense. And if he spent the same amount of time for Chapter Two as he did for the first one, I think we're in for a treat. Um, the Lego Batman movie. Wow, I gotta tell you, don't care. Really? I don't care. I think it's going to be... I'm so Lego movied out, and here's why. They release these things on, on home video yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd rather play Lego Batman... Dimensions, right? The game. Yeah. Right. Than actually watch Will Arnett... I think it's going to be a monster. It's, really? Uh, yeah, because it's opening in February, and... It's a kids movie. It's gonna be huge. Kids movies don't. That's true. Don't. I mean, in the first. So it is kids. The first Lego movie was a monster. Yeah, hit. but that was different. Well, that was an amazing experience. This one looks right? pretty good. Okay. Um. So, Baby Driver. Do you know anything about this? Zero. Okay. This, this is, isn't going to a sausage party, does it? No. Is this a sequel of some sort? No. This okay. is by Edgar Wright. Shaun of the Dead director. Yes. Uh, he is with Jamie Foxx. It's the premise of the film is that there is a, a young kid who is a getaway driver. And the film, why, why I'm excited about this is that what he's listening to on, in, in his, on his earbuds or, this, or the music that's being played yeah. directly affects what's happening on the screen. So if it's like a fast tempo, like, you know, crazy song, that might be a, a chase. Or if it's like a, you know, a really downer, it could be like something bad is happening. But isn't what they, that don't all soundtracks do that? <laughs> but this is, this, this is specifically geared toward the soundtrack is the movie. And there's not a little baby driving. No, it's see meant to that be a I would have paid for. Okay, that would have been exciting. That would have been a terrible movie, like a you cigar smoking. So like little the, baby, the, the baby from Roger Rabbit, right? Right. Right. Okay. See now I'm in. Okay. All right. Uh, Tom Cruise's remake of the Mummy. Wow, big pass, huge pass. I think so too. For as much poop that that Brendan Fraser gets. I really liked the mummy that what he was in. His was great. I thought it was fantastic. And, and Cruz's looks not at all comical in the slightest. It looks right. serious, like legit. I worry this is going to be a War of the Worlds style movie right. and a flop. So I'm not excited about that one, but I put it on the list. When did they put the trailer out? They put it at some specific, very important point. The mummy. You and I were talking about it. Wasn't it? It's after some event. Uh, I don't remember. I don't either. But it wasn't that you and I both saw, saw it and weren't impressed. Now another movie I'm not impressed about, but I'm bringing up Matt Damon's The Great Wall. Ah, didn't Tom Cruise do a samurai movie? Yeah, The Last Samurai, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was called. Uh huh. <laughs> I obviously this is Chinese, not. But I don't know. I just am like. It's another guy. W- it's another guy it's from another, another country. It's another white guy. Right. In, wielding in, a sword. Yeah. It's just like, come on, enough. I'm so sick of that. Kong Skull Island. Uh, I'm excited about yeah, this Yeah, because it looks different. Yep. I'm I'm pretty excited and about Dewey it. Dewey Cox is in it. Uh, so is John Goodman. And you can't go yep. wrong with a John and, Goodman and film. Good, and John Goodman's doing another subdued performance, I think. Mm-hmm. Like he did in the... Uh, 
horror film. What, what, 22 Cloverfield Lane? Yes, whatever that was. Yes. Yeah, that was a great... I mean, so good. Okay, the movie that I am going to say is going to make a huge amount of money, but is going to make it on my I don't give a rat's ass about is The Fate of the Furious. The eighth Fast and Furious movie, ninth. Oh, my. Really? I oh, that's right. don't care in the slightest. The last two were pretty good. I know, but I don't care at okay. all. This is like Police Academy. We're getting into too <laughs> yeah. many sequels, and yeah. it's time to kill this thing off. It yep. just will not die. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Speaking Tell No Tales. Speaking of too many sequels. <laughs> well, Bruckheimer came back again, didn't yeah. he? And so did Johnny Depp. Because somebody's willing to give him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think this probably will do well at the box office, but I don't know. It's, it's all going to depend on the story. Yeah. I mean, if they got a good story, people, I love it. The trailer was too much of a teaser and you didn't see Johnny right. Depp at all. So, right. you know, who knows? I, I think it'll probably do well. Wonder Woman? You know, I'm going to like it. I think Wonder I Woman... I like Chris Pine. I think Wonder Woman is going to benefit from the a strong female... Uh, right. comic book lead that you haven't seen before sure. it'll be an anti-trump thing it will and i think it, and it <laughs> yeah i mean honestly probably and i think it i think it will do pretty well it's i mean dc is not on the level of marvel but i think it in in terms of their universe it will be all right, right. um so if we're going to talk wonder woman we might as well talk justice league oh does that come out this year uh-huh really you didn't know that yeah. come on man uh, I don't know. Ben Affleck. Really? I got burned too many times. <sighs> okay. I've gotten burned. Superman was not my favorite. Batman Superman, v Superman was nothing. Suicide Squad. I, was okay. Yeah. Um, but not, you know, nothing to write home about. Right. So maybe, but probably not. Too many characters. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Uh, I'm really upset by this that they're making a sequel because I hated the first one, World War Z 2. Wow. Why? Zombies don't run. Was there another book? Was uh, this... All I know is that Brad Pitt is back and he's going to fight him again. Uh, that movie was so long ago, I don't even remember how it ended. All I know is I couldn't watch it because zombies don't run. I don't believe in that. And they don't climb like ants? Like like a, a, a swarm? An ant horde? No. No, they don't. Cars 3. It will do well. A it's big a big hit. Yep, going to be a big hit. If you look at what Finding Dory did, you should expect the same. And I just read somewhere that Pixar finally came out and said that every film they've made is in the same universe, which is like... Uh -oh. Mind-blowing. Which means there could be crossovers. Which means that apparently uh, one character might have little people in their head controlling their emotions. Right. Stuff like that. So that's what they came out with, which I thought was that's an interesting good. thing. That's pretty cool. Uh, Despicable Me 3. And the only reason I bring this one up, why it might do okay, is because Trey Parker is the villain from South Park. I've loved all those movies. I love yeah. Minions. I yeah. thought it was really Minion, Minions silly was funny. Yeah. No, I think this, I mean, he plays an awesome villain. Just from the trailer, he dances, acts like Michael Jackson. Corell's back, right? Corell is back. Okay. They're all there. The Minions are there. It'll do well. Um, I don't have any problems with that one. War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, 
the reboot of that franchise was fantastic, and I'm not talking about the Mark Wahlberg movie. I'm talking the one with Andy Serkis. Yes. Uh, it was all gold. I enjoyed it. And I am a, by the way, huge, huge um, Planet of the Apes no, no. guy. It's huge. Huge. Um, my confirmation name, I'm, I think I'm admitting this on the air for the first time, is Cornelius. Yeah. Based on the Planet of the Apes That's series. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. That, come I'm on. A, I'm very excited. There's nothing, there's nothing that can be said about that. Uh, okay, so Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. This is the World War II. I think it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a, sure it's going to be like big box office. It's going to be well made. Oh, yeah. Anything he does is well made. And it's going to look great. Except the only movie that I don't love of his was Interstellar. Really? Mm-mm. Why? I just didn't like the story. It was just weird. I mean, it visually was great, but there was just a lot about it I didn't like. And I, Matt Damon's character, and it was not great either. So I had a lot of problems with that one. Was McConaughey in that? Yeah, he's the lead. <laughs> I know. Speaking, <laughs> I know. Of, speaking of McConaughey, how about The Dark Tower? The Stephen King uh-huh. series? He's playing Marvel he's the comic lead. book. He's the lead. Don't know enough about it. I know, but... If it's Stephen King, it's got potential, and it's comic based. Yep, I give it a good shot that it'll do fairly well, and it's McConaughey; he'll do all right. Uh, we spoke about this in the last segment, but the It remake. I think it's a horror movie. Depending on when it's released, could be massive. Um, I it, for- it, you know, it. Uh, Pennywise. Oh right. Okay. Sorry. I know you. I didn't know that was going to be a full... I thought it was going to be like a miniseries, TV miniseries. No, it's a full movie. It was a TV miniseries. Mm -hmm. Right. Pennywise looks pretty awesome. Yep. Um, But, you know... Let me tell you, the TV miniseries really lost me Mm -hmm. when the clown was like actually a giant spider, if I remember correctly. (laughs) I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Uh, (laughs) You didn't ruin it for me. Okay. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Did we need it? No. That was really a great movie. Just like to begin we don't with. need another Indiana Jones, and it's coming. And we're gonna get it anyway. We're gonna get it shoved into our face. It's got Ryan Gosling in it and Harrison Ford. Right. Does it have potential? No, I don't think so. I don't, Blade Runner is not a movie that a lot of people call back to. Not at all. No. I mean, if I you know I enjoy it. If I ever get a chance to sit down and watch it, yeah. But it's not something I go out of my way. No. Nope. I think that's going to be rough. Talked about Justice League. We're going to go to my pick for what I think is going to be my favorite movie of the year, and that's Logan. Yeah. Oh, I think I'll I'll double up on that. Yep. Oh, I've that. been waiting for an R-rated Wolverine. And the trailers with Professor Xavier. X-23. X-23, Wolverine in a futuristic yep. setting, that, you know, sometime in the distant future. Right. Just raw, gritty... You know, dirty, just right. Oh, I'm so excited for this movie. I can't even. I mean, the second trailer just came out. I'm like jumping around in my seat because I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. It gives um, Wolverine a chance to really act. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's gonna be some great dramatic scenes. Oh in yeah, this. oh yeah. Uh, so Patrick Stewart, um, 
Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Can't wait. I mean, it's this is the curtain call for Wolverine, unless they have right. somebody else play the character. Jackman's Please done. no. No, they got to just sunset some of these characters. Yeah, it's okay them, to do that once in a while. Them. One of the things that I just want to point out in the trailer that I thought was awesome was that he hands to X-23 a, an X-Men comic book. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yes. yeah, I just I couldn't believe it. And it then was, he's talking about uh, how, well, they didn't get it quite right. They And it was so awesome to see that. Yeah. I don't know why that struck with me, but it did. So I'm super excited about this movie. Um, Kong Skull Island, we already talked about. Uh, let's go to Thor. Thor. Ra- Rag- Ragnarok. Ragnarok. That, Ragnarok. Yeah. Doesn't that have the Hulk in it? Uh, yeah. I think he fights the Hulk I on a even... barbarian planet. Probably. I don't know. Thor, I don't know. I like the last Thor. Yeah, I know. I, did. I didn't like the first one. It's just getting a little It's getting a little hard to keep up with. I mean, Captain America was so good. You know, you've got Avengers uh, Infinity War that's getting ready. So they're, they're definitely lining these up. Right. But, I mean, I think it'll be okay. I don't know. Thor, I've always been a little hit and miss on as a standalone. Uh, one movie that I'm kind of disappointed that they're doing is Alien Covenant. How many Alien movies are there going to be? Well, this is the, this, this is the sequel to Prometheus. Yes, right, which was confusing and, and not that exciting to begin with. And Is Fassbender in it again? He is. And <laughs> I would have rather seen Neil Blomkamp do his Alien movie, which... Um, Ridley Scott made him hold on so that he could do Covenant, but Blonde Camp has Sigourney Weaver and she's coming back. Cool. And they're going to bring back Newt. They're going to bring back uh, the Android. They're all coming back in Blonde Camp's version, and that's what I am waiting for and I'm so excited for. And he has already started working on production models that he's making himself of some of these things, and they are. Cool. Spectacular. So I'm excited for that. And finally, I think this will be your top movie of really? the year. Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, wait a minute. Wow, this is a big year in movies. It's a huge year in movies. Golly. Um, and you know what's awesome? There's not a Ghostbusters 2 this year. I'm as far stoked. as you know. Oh, no, no. It's no. I would there's know. no TV series, no cartoons, uh, no anything? I think cartoon is in 2018. Okay. but I've, So I've got a year to still kind of let the other one right off into the sunset but yeah episode eight man the last run for no Terry idea Fisher, what's gonna happen princess leia i'm i'm staying in the dark i don't want to know what's gonna happen well, obviously gotta, it's gonna be luke and ray yeah a lot of luke and ray well and finn you would hope right um yeah that's a big one for you december I'll be there. I know you will. Yeah. Or you'll wait until January. I'll wait until January and, when the crowds clear out. Yeah, probably. Which is a much better thing to do. So the, those are the big ones that are coming out. I'm excited. There's a lot of them. I may not them. sound like it, but I'm no, excited. No, I mean, it's going to be, again, which movies are great and which movies do you wait for Blu-ray? I will sit in a theater for Logan and I will sit in a theater for Star Wars I think we and need that's to, about it. We need to go to Logan and then, yes. and then cover it afterward. Right. We need to get in there. To, to wipe out that bitter taste in our mouths of going to see Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. You Pro- brought it we up. We promised we weren't going to talk you about this anymore. You brought it up. All right. Eh, okay. We well, might be back. That, yeah, so I think that's it for this segment. Sure. Uh, so uh, we'll catch you next time. I am Todd Stowell. <laughs> 
I'm Joseph Zadkowski. We have no idea what we're talking about sometimes, which and is it, really amazing to me. And you know what? But That's okay. I got to stop taking naps before I show up. That's I, really killing me. I like podcasts that are not scripted, that are more free-flowing well, dialogue. Man, you're getting one right here. And it's There's okay. no question and about I it. I have no problem if we're completely wrong. And what we say, <laughs> not a problem. I'm going to just start making things up. That's okay. Okay, awesome. All right, we'll see you next time. Right.